Hello, everybody. It is Tom Chenault. It's Adrian Chenault, and this is the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. What a day we're going to have with you today. You are going to absolutely love this woman because she's just a fireball, and she teaches you how to use your heart, not your head. And she steps on the gas pedal because she's got to get it done in 30 seconds. So she's my kind of girl. And this woman, because she's, yeah, whatever you're supposed to say. Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, Adrian loves her. And he said she's adorable and she's done all her homework. So we researched the heck out of her. And you want to watch the show. It's going to be unbelievable. Why do you like her so well? Because she likes me. That's, okay, just, that's, better. that's always she a good the book feeling, to you. right? I saw that. I, that's good. You know, that's an important start. So Laura Templeton, I, I love stories like this because Laura and I connected not too long ago via LinkedIn. She reached out to me and it was a case study on how to do it right when you reach out to somebody that you don't already know on any social platform. And lo and behold, she turned that into a business. So that's actually pretty good that she made such a good first impression because it showed that the proof is in the pudding. Laura Templeton is the author of an amazing book and an incredible uh, coaching uh, offering and, and a whole bunch of other cool stuff called 30 Second Success. And it's really about how to encapsulate who you are in a way that distills it in something somebody can understand in 30 seconds or less, which clearly I could use some coaching on because I <laughs> all over myself in that little intro. But Laura, we are so glad to have you. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. That was a great introduction. I appreciate you recalling how we connected. I always love, and that's what I love about contact mapping so much. I love figuring, remembering where I met someone or how we've connected. I think that's a beautiful piece um, that really, really makes an impression with people when you are, when you can recall how you met. That is so true. And I, I think it's just one of many little superpowers that you can create for yourself as a networker to demonstrate to people that you care about them, that they made an impression on you, that they were worth remembering. And in so many ways, that's half the battle, isn't it? Of standing out from the rest of the pack, Laura. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Making people feel heard made that, you know, and be, and that you remember them um, makes a huge impression. It really makes, it makes you stand out in their minds as well, because, you know, it, when you remember them, they remember you. That's totally, totally true. So what I, you like most about me is what I remember about you. That's our tagline. And that's the truth. I mean, I have always been this complete train wreck once you get to know me. I'm a great place to visit. You just don't want to live here, but it's a pretty good chance that the minute you meet me, I'm going to recall something about you that you cannot believe I remembered. And the minute we do that, we're related at a whole new level, which is what her book is all about. And she's a master at it. You have to buy her book. It's called 30 Second Success, Ditch the Pitch and Start Connecting. Buy the book. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. You did a great job on it. And man, you got a lot of people endorsing it too. Really, really cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate your endorsement as well. So thank well, you for that. I, I really you. appreciate that you that you enjoy it. I do. I love it. <laughs> so Laura, just share a little bit of your story of how you came to this idea and and what you were doing you know, up to this point that, that brought you to becoming this expert in networking. 
So, you know, and I appreciate that question because a lot of people want to know where, you know, where this idea came from. And I, you know, I've always been one to use networking as part of my marketing strategy. After I had retired from corporate America, became a stay-at-home mom, I stepped into a role with network marketing and found myself in, a, in an amazing um, opportunity where I was learning so much, right? In network marketing, that's one of the things that I absolutely love about organizations that they bring so much personal development and professional development to their members and their associates. And it's always been amazing to me because I've always wound up stepping into, a, into more of a training role with network marketing companies than actually, you know, like building teams is great, but if you're not pouring into your people, it can it can be a struggle. So I learned very early on what I'm learning, I need to teach to others. And I did that for a long time with network marketing. I was using networking as part of my marketing strategy for that business model for about 15 years. And I had stepped into a leadership role with an organization, a women's organization in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, where I'm formerly from. And when I did that, I started to notice and you start to in that leadership role, you start to look at what do my members need? How can I help them? What can I do for them? And the biggest question that kept coming up was, isn't there anybody out there that can help us with our 30 second message? Well, you guys know, I, you know, with network marketing, that's one of the key elements that we learn. And I had learned uh, very early on a model that Brian Tracy teaches and I had taken it, used it for myself, figured out how to make it work. So I started teaching other people how to present themselves with the 30 second message. Well, you know what happens when you network? It doesn't stay in one place, right? People start going elsewhere and they start talking. And all of a sudden I started getting requests to speak to other groups. And when I did, I started really looking at it from a perspective of a business model and really fleshed it out. And after about a year, I came home one day and said to my husband, I think I know what I'm going to do next. And uh, his question to me, and the one question that it was great because his question was, are people really going to pay you for that? So, um, which I thought, you know, from his perspective was important. And yes, they were already paying me for it. So it was definitely something that um, really transformed my life, transformed the lives of the people in my network, because now I was teaching them a simple formula that made a lot of sense and helped them to understand that your 30 second message is not a pitch. It's not a, an opportunity to sell yourself. It's an introduction. It's the door opener to a deeper conversation. I love you. <laughs> and, and once you educate people on that, it changes everything. Helping them understand that it's really not about you. It's about your listener, that you're, you're connecting with them on that emotional level that drives them to go, oh my gosh, I need to know more about this person. I want to, I want to understand better what they do, how they do it. It just, it creates opportunity to have a deeper conversation. And that's the beauty of your 30 second message. That That's so right on. And you know, when we first connected, Laura, you and I were talking a lot about networking groups, right? Like a BNI or, you know, there's, there's many of them out there. And, and for so many of them, that 30 second pitch, that's what you get. And yet, you know, forget about network marketers, business owners of any stripe. I I'm just blown away by how rare it is that I hear one that really makes me feel like I know the person that really makes me feel like I couldn't have 
you know, that I couldn't have guessed 90% of what they were going to say based on the first three words. And it just, it's boilerplate and it is boring and it feels like a sales pitch and it's none <laughs> of the things that you want to be right. And so you talked about that distinction between sales pitch and was it introduction? Is that the, the word that you used to describe? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so what is like, unpack that distinction a bit more. So when it, you know, a sales pitch really is about selling your product, right? Helping an investor or, or a potential client that you're now pitching your product or marketing to, right? When, when you've already made that introduction, you've made a connection, you've been invited in to, to sell them something, right? That's what a pitch is for. You know, we all know Shark Tank, that's pitching. But the introduction, that 30-second message, the 30-second, you're, you're, when you're in a networking environment, you're a lot of times invited, whether it's virtual or in person, you're invited to share your 30-second commercial. Think about your commercials on television. Yes, they are there to, to inspire you to want to buy their product, but they're not necessarily saying, here's what it is. Here's what it's going to do for you. You need to buy it now. No, they're, they're appealing to the emotional side. They're getting you to lean in and want to know more. So your, int your introduction, your 30-second commercial or your 30-second message is really about an introduction. It's the, it's the door opener to inviting someone in to have a conversation with you to learn more about what you do and that you want to learn more about them as well, right? That's so. It's just a beautiful opportunity. And I think, you know, one, one of the things that I love to do, and, I, and I'm sure Tom and, and Adrian, you've both been in the situation where you've been networking. And how, how often do you start with a, a really curious a question? Yeah. How many times do you ask a question? Like people go, oh, that's a really good question. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. A, that's huge. And it, it gets people to lean in instead mm -hmm. of tune out, right? Which is yes. the, normal, the, the normal response to most pitches or commercials right. is people, you know, you just watch the, you watch the, the glass go down, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The screensaver. There you go. Yeah. The screensaver that, you know, like the, I have a fun story. Um, I have a, a, a friend of mine and I talk about, I share this from stage a lot. I have a friend of mine who is an amazing author. She's written more than 10 books at this point in time. And she was at an author's convention with all of these publishing houses. Now she literally not, no, kid you not, stepped onto an elevator, elevator pitch, right? Steps onto an elevator with one of the top editors from a big publishing house. And he asked her, so, so what's your book about? And she said, Laura, I literally started talking and saw that, like realized that I did not have a 30 second message about my book. And I literally saw this glazed look come over his face. And I knew I had lost him. And I kept talking out of desperation and trying to pull him back, right? Trying to get him back. And she said, I realized now she is, a, she teaches people how to speak publicly. She teaches how them to, how to create a message about their talk in order to, to get opportunities, to get speaking engagements. And yet she said, I, I didn't realize that I had not written one for my book. Wow. You just, you just die in the inside a little yes. bit, but like the moment comes and you're like, oh no, yeah. I, I, I wasn't yeah. ready. Oh. So here's somebody who does this professionally and teaches other people to do it. And yet she didn't, 
do it for herself, right? So you can feel the pain that so many people have when it comes to creating that message. They're acting out of desperation. How often are we at networking events and we watch people just, I, I call it word salad. Other people call it word vomit, you know, like verbal yeah. vomit. And, you know, people are just pouring in to the, you know, expecting people to react to whatever they're saying. And yet they're all over the place. Yeah, and that, and it's and it's like it's heartbreaking. It it makes me it makes my heart hurt when I see it. I'm like, I just need to help you, please. Let me do your 30 second message right. for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna take a quick break. We've got about 30 seconds until this break, and so we're gonna take a quick break here. We're with Laura Templeton, the founder of 30 Second Success. Go to 30secondsuccess.com during the break, check out Laura's book, learn what she's all about. And we're having a great time. We're going to unpack how you can create an amazing 30 second pitch for yourself on the other side of the break. So stick with us. You're listening to Legacy Leadership with Tom Chanel, Adrian Chanel, and Laura Templeton on the Genesis Communication Network. Stick around. We'll be back right after this. Not too bad. You did a great job. Uh, you better put the thing up because I don't think any of my friends can spell success. It is, you know. So, you know 30 seconds success. Steve Gill, thank you for saying something about his arm. We saw Mark Jackson, your old buddy, a couple of days ago. That was cool. And uh, we love all you people that are listening. We're in the commercial uh, right now on the big radio show, the Genesis Communication Network. So I can shout out to Lisa Singletary and the great Gracie. You did me a favor. Linda Sue Brinkley, I love you. Hug your daughter. Jay Napier, you're our rock star. And we're back. It is the Legacy Legacy Leadership Radio Show with Tom Chenault, Adrian Chenault. And I just want to thank our the guy that makes the show tick. At, when we send it in, it's not Jason. I wasn't talking about Jason. I was talking about Tom Sheffield. Yeah. Because I put such a short gap between that that he's going to want to kill me right now. And he does such a beautiful job of getting this thing on the Genesis Communication Network. I just want to give him a public shout out. And I hope, uh, Tommy, that you are listening to Laura because this fits right into what you do. He's a professional voiceover guy. And this is what he does, is what she does. And if you learn to punch it in, in that first 30 seconds, you're going to own people and the, and the rest is going to be easy peasy. I promise you. That is exactly right. So, Laura, let's talk about the elements of a great 30 second pitch or a great 30 second intro that we can start thinking about. Cause I, I wanna, I wanna make this practical. I really want our listeners today to walk away maybe with a different framing of how they can approach sharing about who they are in those moments, whether it's that they, you know, somebody at a networking event asks them and they're one-on-one -on -one, or they have this 30, 30 second commercial at a BNI or whatever. What are the elements of a successful 30 second presentation? Yeah. And it, you know, that's something that I teach from stage. I teach it in my book. I have my online courses and it's a very simple formula that I learned years ago. But the thing before we even get into the formula that we need to talk about that a lot of people are missing this crucial step to creating their message is really understanding who their ideal client is. Because what I find is most people are struggling to communicate effectively who they are because they don't understand how to connect with the client they're meant to work with. Now, I love helping people dive into creating their niche or figuring out exactly who they're attracted to working with no matter what industry they're in. Like I work with a lot of financial advisors and yet they all have different 
passions about helping people. Like I have a, a woman who is a widow and she loves helping widows really rebuild their lives because somebody did that for her. And, you know, so it really depends on who you're passionate about, who you're working with and who you're trying to attract to your business, right? Who you want, even from a, you know, network marketing standpoint, who are you trying to attract to your team? Yeah, You want people that are dynamic and, and have an amazing personality and, and are really, you know, have that go-getter mentality and so why not create a message that really starts to attract those people to your business? So and let me, I'm going to play devil's advocate just for a okay, second, um, because I think this is so important, right? Because what happens and, and I all admit, I, I fall into this trap myself is, you know, the, the widow's example is a perfect example, right? Does that, you know, does that mean that I'm only going to work with widows that only if you're a widow, are you allowed to? And so we get stuck in this whole, like I just get totally wrapped around the axle because that's a beautiful example and a beautiful reason why. And yet I could imagine that maybe that client or, or maybe somebody similar in those shoes would have this heartburn of like, oh, well, widows, I'm like, you know, I'm narrowing to like 1% of the field from 100% of the field that need financial services or whatever it is. How do you help clients through some of that heartburn that shows up and maybe some of the, uh, the stories that they might tell themselves about that? Well, and that's the, you know, that's a really great question. And that's one of the things that we do talk about is, you know, attract the people that you love to work with, like identify who it is that you absolutely love to work with that really lights you up and, and create the message around those people. You are still going to attract other people to you whether it's through referrals, through your success, through your messaging, people are still going to be attracted to you, even if they don't fit that ideal client model. The beauty of it is here, if your calendar is filled with the people you love to work with, now you have a choice as to whether or not you're going to take on those other clients that don't necessarily fit your client model, or if you're going to maybe refer them to someone else that's a better fit. Yeah. So now you've just helped your network. That's really cool. And, and I really like that framing because I think when we think about niches or, you know, all, all this sort of, you know, ideal client personas and all this like business jargony stuff, I think we get that. That's a totally different part of my brain. That's a totally different energy. That's a total like, what the demographic is going to have the highest annual household income. Like not number one, I don't even know how to like make sense of any of that. But if I go back to who do I love working with and it doesn't mean that others are not invited to work with me. It's just like, man, I want to, I want to stand out as much as I can to the kind of clients that are going to be the most fun for me to work with. And it's funny. There's a realtor that just walked by. I'll actually tell his story on their side of the side. So we got 30 <laughs> seconds. Um, there's a that is a perfect example of this. And so that that sounds fun. That's a much better way of doing this. And so we're gonna take another quick break here. I'm gonna let my dad talk, I think, a little bit on the other side. And we'll have to we'll negotiate that here. But we are listening to Legacy Leadership with Adrian Schnault and Tom Schnault. We're talking with Laura Templeton from 30 Second Success. This has been an awesome conversation already, and it's gonna just get better from here. Stick around. You get to talk during the 30 no, second. No, no, <clears throat> this is great. Paul Van Dieven, good to see you. Christina, we love you. Yeah, I 
I will tell you, and my wife always watches the show, always supports She's us. the best. She truly is cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm texting Josh. We might have a we might have a cameo. Well, get him in here. All right. That's the realtor next door. I couldn't see him. I could only saw his legs, and I did not recognize him by his legs, and Adrian did, which is a little creepy. <laughs> All right, here we go. And we're back. This is Legacy Leadership with Adrian Chenault and Tom Chenault. We're with Laura Templeton. And before the break, we were talking about this idea that before you get into your building your 30-second pitch or presentation or commercial or however you want to think about that, and you'll have to tell me what language you like best for that, we, we've got to understand who it is that we're targeting and using this frame of the kind of person who I most like to work with is, I think, a beautiful way of thinking of that idea that is different for a little different than the normal way of being. And so when you do that, what shifts for someone as they begin to attract that kind of person, Laura? So the shift is they're they're way more focused, right? They start to really they're, hone their message. Their message becomes way more clear. They understand who that person is. They understand how they help that person and what they can do to change that person's life. So they become way more clear in their messaging. Once you know who your ideal client is and who you really love to work with, you start to really see them and, and see them for who they are. And you can really define what it is that they're struggling with that you can help them overcome. So that. your question before was what the formula, right? So I call my 30 second success formula is something that I learned years ago. Do you have a question, Tom? No, I'm like, this is where we're talking. I'm just, I grabbed my fingers because <laughs> I was listening so hard. Go. Okay, good. All right. Um, so the, the formula is very simple and I love helping people understand what it is. It's something, like I said, I learned it years ago. Um, I just made it work for me. And it was something that I learned from Brian Tracy, and it's a formula he teaches quite often. I just made, I massaged it a little bit, made it work for me, and I'll explain one in one of the pieces when we get to it. But the first part of your 30-second message is really identifying um, what's the pain or problem that your ideal client struggles with. I, right? I love it. And, and before we go all the way down the formula, sure. I, we, we've got a special guest, and I wanna, I'm going to introduce him. Because it, it, it is yeah, like yeah. the universe ordained this moment. <laughs> this is the perfect example. So come on in here. This is Josh Hunter. I wore my radio There outfit. you go. You got your radio outfit on. So <laughs> this is Josh Hunter. He's the, he's the owner of St. Vrain Realty, and he's a contact mapper. And what I love about Josh, I don't, I don't know how flexible you are, Josh. This, might, this may require some demonstration. But Josh will oftentimes show up to a listing appointment with a client. He's got Chacos on. He's wearing a short sleeve shirt and shorts. And he has one of those uh, skateboard things that is a balance board that has the one wheel in the middle. So he will rock up instead of the Mercedes. He's on one of these <laughs> one wheeled Indo board things. And that's just who he is. And what is so cool, we were talking about niche and attracting the right kind of clients. And it's not as though you say, I will only work with fish heads or Grateful Dead fans yeah, as no, my clients. Yeah, of course not. But you go, you know what? I want to work with people that are the kind of people that get a kick out of working with a guy that is maybe not the suit and tie everyday kind of person. 
And how's that worked out for you? Really well. And I think that you nailed it right there with the suit and tie person. You know, I kind of go back to an old story about um, what really made me jump into working like this and having my you know persona be what it is, is um, showing up to a financial planning meeting with a friend of mine that uh, we when, when we pulled up, it was literally that I got out of there thought this guy was a friend of mine from back in the day. And I mean, it was suit, tie, three piece. Tell me about your assets. Tell me about this. And it was like, whoa, hi, how are you doing? How's life? <laughs> you know, and I didn't get that. Um, and so that really showed me of like, wow, I just got kind of turned off by this. So if I'm going to create a business and create wealth and provide jobs for people and really try to make a name for myself and my company, I need to come off how I want people to come off to me. So um, that was, yeah, you, you nailed it. I'm actually surprised I'm looking at myself now on video. You, you dressed up today. I wore a colored shirt today. Which is <laughs> <a mind> <laughs> what you love most about me is when I let you borrow my car and you put your kids in the trunk yep. and drove around. Oh, totally. It yeah. was awesome. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> you it. had that You had that little Porsche. Um, and yeah, that was great. I still have, that's one of my favorite pictures of the kids is both of them sitting in the, and it was the Porsche, so the trunk yeah. was up front. She just talked about that at the very beginning. It's all about the remembering, right? Absolutely. Yeah, cool. absolutely. Yeah, uh, that is so awesome. Well, thank you for making a cameo. We of course, were literally yes, illustrating course. this exact point, And I went, that is, this is like the embodiment of this idea. And I saw Tom's car outside going, oh, I'd love to go talk to Tom. And here we here we are. So, yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. anyways, right. thank you so love much. You, yep. Thanks for stopping here. Thanks for joining us. I love your story. Of course, of course. <laughs> I'll introduce you. You need to meet Laura. So that that's what's so that's what's so cool, right? As it is, it it's about being that kind of person. And in a million years, right, as a realtor, you'd think that's a death wish to you know run around in sandals and flip-flops or whatever and not do the traditional thing. And that has been Josh's secret to success. And so I love that he found that way to stand out, just like you're talking about, Laura. Yeah. And that's the thing is it's being real, right? Really, you know, just let's shed all the, the phoniness. Let's be real. Get down to understanding, that, you know, when people see that you're authentic and you're coming from a place of love and compassion and you really want to help them, it changes everything. So, you know, just being able to be yourself, like I'm wearing a blazer. It's just how I show up whether I'm on stage or, you know, like my book, I'm literally, I think I'm actually wearing the same jacket and shirt that I have on my cover. Of my book. <laughs> that um, is embodying the brand. I love it. <laughs> yes. Brand coloring. There we go. See, and Tom's wearing his brand. There we go. What's that say? Fire your brain. Fire <laughs> your heart. heart. I love That's it. exactly right. Stop. I love it. Good. Yes. You are yes. so, you're right on the money. This book, you guys go buy this right now. <laughs> How much does it cost? I think it's um, on Amazon right now for $14.99. Oh, that's a steal. Go buy 10. All right, good. <laughs> that, that's spot on. <laughs> you know, and that's, you know, when you're, when you become, you know, when you really bring your heart to the, when you really bring your heart to the conversation, you can't help but be yourself. Yeah. And that's what people are looking for. They want authenticity. They want people that are real. They want people that are not going to try and get one over on them. Right? Tell it like it is. You're going to attract the people that you're meant to work with. Now, obviously, if you're if you're a dirt ball, maybe that's not such a good thing. But <laughs> let's hope that you're not. Um, 
So when you know, going back and work on that first. Yeah, work on that first. There's a lot of personal development stuff out there <laughs> that can help with that. Um, but that's the thing, you know, having people that you surround yourself, that's what networking is really about, surrounding yourself with the people that are going to elevate you and help you become a better version of yourself. That'll call you out on the things that need to be need to be improved upon that aren't afraid to be honest with you. And I think that's where the relationship of your network really can benefit you as a person. I mean, I'm, I'm way better when I'm with my network um, than when I'm alone. You know, I, I love surrounding myself with people that are inspiring and uplifting and really push me to be the best version of myself that I can be because they see me differently. They see me for who I really am instead of all the, you know, the head trash that's holding me back. Exactly right. right. So exactly. those limiting beliefs can really be detrimental. But if you surround yourself with the right people that are going to help you get past that, it changes everything. And that's what networking is really about. So when you when you're thinking about your formula, the formula for your 30 second message really comes down to what's the pain or problem that your ideal client is struggling with? And then how do you solve it? Right. Being able to explain to somebody like so for me, obviously, people who are struggling to communicate who they are in 30 seconds or less. That's the pain. Right. There, I used to have a woman who would literally hide in the ladies' room until everybody was done doing their 30-second message because she didn't want to have to do hers. Wow. For a whole entire year, she showed up at a networking event, never once did her 30-second message. How crazy is that? Yeah, because she was just, you know, like the, the you know, and the fear of public speaking is something that grips a lot of people. But when you have a message that's really clear and concise. And that's one of the beautiful things that I see a lot of times when I'm working with clients and I write a message for them. It's amazing to see the transformation because it's almost like if I believe it in them, then they believe it in themselves. Totally. Totally. And uh, it's just a beautiful transformation that I get to get to witness. And I usually wind up crying (laughs) because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's helping someone uncover who they really are when it comes to writing their message. So understanding the pain and pain or problem that your ideal client is struggling with is the first piece. How do you solve it? Right. And so like the solution for, you know, for you even on contact mapping, how do you solve it? You've given someone, you've given people who network a tool to stop, help them stop forgetting who they, to follow up with people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you've given them a tool that they can now become better networkers and stop being frustrated by all the money they're leaving on the table by not following up. So it's so beautiful the the work that you're doing when you think about it, but the pain or problem in your instance for your clients is that people don't have a way to keep all of their connections in order and organized. They try and keep it all in their head. And maybe not everybody's like your dad who can keep it all straight, you know, but, you know, it's it's being able to to pour that into people is amazing. So when you understand what the pain or problem is, then your solution, the, the next piece is your call to action. A lot of people forget to put the call to action out there. You need to tell people what you want them to do very simply. 
schedule a call with me today, um, visit my website, sign up for my program, buy my book. What do you want them to do? Now, I do tell people, word of advice, do not use the word please. Mm. Because what happens when you use the word please or the word let's, it negates it negates your call to action. It makes it very wishy-washy and it's kind of like, oh, well, maybe if you feel like it. Yeah. So call to action really needs to be almost like a command prompt in a computer. Inspire people to move into action. So that's the biggest piece. And then that, we have one more piece and I think you need to take a break. Yeah, we, we got a minute to break. I want to underscore that call to action though because it's so true. And there, a, a mentor of mine that I, I did a lot of training with on doing video stuff in particular, he'd say, you know, people will put out these amazing videos and people will love them. And there was nothing, there was, they didn't tell them to do anything at the end of it. And so that was really great content. And maybe you got a like or a comment or a, at best a follow, but you got no activity because you didn't tell them what to do. And as soon as you make that change of, I did, I did something that added value. And then at the end, I tell you what you're supposed to do. That's, that takes that thinking out of the equation, right? Now they know what to do. So this is so huge. On the break, go to 30secondsuccess.com. Learn more about what Laura is doing. Make sure you get the book. It's a short read. It's really, really practical and powerful. We'll be right back. All right. Very nice job. How you doing, man? <laughs> Thank you for rolling with that. That was fun. And uh, well, Josh Hunter is perfect. He's he's the guy. And it's he's the number such. one realtor in Longmont with that little hokey style of his. You know, he comes rolling in on that thing. And it's kind of like my shoes right now. I've got on a pair of yellow shoes and a pair of blue shoes at age 73. Everybody can't stand it. But I walk in the door and I've automatically got somebody with an opinion on me and I can go from there. That's I love right. it. Just like Josh. So he's right. Oh, and we're back. Last segment, <laughs> Legacy Leadership with Adrian Chenault, Tom Chenault, and Laura Templeton. We love you, Tom Sheffield. We, lo oh. we love you, Jason Kohler. And we love this conversation we're having. And so we, we were talking before the break about the elements that make up a really great 30-second introduction presentation. And so, Laura, why don't you quickly recap the first three steps? And then I know we got one more that we still need to cover before we finish up today. So the first one is, what's the pain or problem that your ideal client is struggling with? The second one is, how do you solve it? The third piece is your call to action. What do you want them to do once they know they need you or at least need to know more about your work? And then the last piece is you. Right. You want to make sure that you obviously tell them who you are. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a networking event and the person next to me is going, who was that? What, the, what was their name? Because either A, they didn't say it or they said it in the beginning and the people were not listening. So there's two reasons why I tell people to save your name and your company for last. So the first reason is if you say your name and company in the beginning and you've got a very common business, right? If you said, hi, I'm Laura Templeton with Edward Jones. Oh, she's an insurance. I have insurance. I don't need to listen to her, right? But if I say I protect people from losing everything in a hurricane, what? You got my attention now, right? So how you start your message is very important. Don't And, and it's because... The attention span of humans is about seven seconds at this point in time. It used to be 12. Now it's less than a goldfish, which is at eight, eight percent or eight, eight seconds. It's 
you, you know, it's like about seven seconds because we're so used to digital. You need to grab people's attention with the first thing you say. Don't, don't waste, don't spend your, spend your important seconds saying your name and your company. Save that for last. Because the other reason why I say save it for last is once you've got someone's attention and you're in a networking environment, people want to write down, oh my gosh, I need to sit, I need to connect with her. What was her name? Yeah. All right. Because right. so, they're taking notes. They're writing down who they want to sit with. What did you say that that made them got their interest? So make sure that you say your name and your company at the end, even if the buzzer rings. Yes, networking events a lot of times have little buzzers and bells and tell you when it's time to sit down. You still have time to say your name and your company at the end. That's spot on. And we had an interesting conversation about this the other day because we were talking about the fact that a lot of network marketing companies say, don't ever say the name of your company under any circumstance, no matter what. And I kind of get it and I kind of don't. And I thought I loved your perspective on that. So weave that into this because I think it's so important. Well, in my, you know, this is in my opinion, I think being open and upfront and honest with people, network marketing has changed over the years. Yes. Some people still view it as, you know, like, uh, almost like a taboo and they, they think that, it, but in my opinion, own it, own it, be proud of it, be proud of your company. Your company has done such amazing job of giving you everything you need to be successful in business. When you tell someone in your organization to not say the name of your company, it makes them, they, they become smaller than they need to be because they don't like hiding who they work with. They're proud to work with your company. Let them say the name of the company. Shout it from the rooftops. Tell everybody why they love working with your company. And it will change how your people network. It will change how they grow their businesses because there's no, you know, you need to allow them to be proud to carry that name forward because there's a reason why they joined your company and it's not meant to be hidden. I kind of preferred having circles for dessert. A hundred percent. She's so right, you know, and people can sense when you got a little bit of a scam going on, be so outlandishly authentic and vulnerable that they fall in love with you and not it. Cause if they fall in love with you, they will fall in love with it. She's a thousand percent right. And that's the beauty of it. It's changed so much. There's so many people who've been involved in network marketing. I tell people all the time, if you have not been part of a network marketing organization, you're missing out because, because of the amount of training that they do within the organizations. It's incredible. The people that they bring into conferences and just to do training, it changes lives. And people who've never had an opportunity to have their own business, it's a great partnership. And it taught me a lot. It taught me the, it gave me the ability to, to learn, to, to really grow. And then to take everything that I learned from that business model and start my own company. So it's really amazing that the opportunities that you have, and there's still network marketing organizations that I'm involved in and, you know, happy to, happy to get a paycheck from. So do you do any podcasts or any private training, anything like that? Um, I do um, offer workshops for uh, mastermind groups and um, teams. So, go to your, go to your, I might have you come in and talk to a huge group of people. So we love you. We got to get out of here. Everybody next week, we are, Jared, 
Yeah. Talk about him a little bit. The so we met and a guy the guest the following week too. Through the, who you've known for a long time, Jordan Adler, our buddy, is in love with this young man. And he has a vision to be part of the launch of 10,000 software companies. And he thinks he's got the roadmap to do it. His name's Jared Yellen, and it is quite the crazy deal. So you are going to want to hear what they're up to and how on earth this guy is going to pull this thing off. And if anybody can do it, I promise you it's Jared Yellen. Who do we have the next week? I've got enough time. Who else does Jordan Adler love? You tell me. Cody. <laughs> Cody Bateman. Scotty we Bateman. love Cody. Well, that was just a terrible setup. If I'd known, I'd have shouted it already. I yeah, forgot. so he's the guy from Send Out Cards. So we'll see you all next week. It's going to be great. We love you, Laura Templeman. By the book. Thank you so much for having me. It was wonderful to be here with you guys. We did it. You're you an angel. awesome. We're still live on Facebook for a couple more seconds. Awesome people here today. So fun to get to introduce you to our crowd, Laura and She's the real deal, friends. Yeah, uh, She has already introduced me to some amazing people. I've got a cool story for you, actually, on that front, Laura, of our buddy Donnie and uh, a cool conversation there. And you're just amazing. So thank you for being you. And this is the beginning, not the end, of a great friendship.